0: Hey, good morning. This is Doug Showers. And right now you are listening to Doug Showers Motivation. I want to say thank you for tuning in this morning. I have a very good segment I want to talk about this morning. And I'm excited because it really helped me and opened my eyes about a lot of things. And I hope it do the same for you as well. So let's go ahead and get right into it, shall we? This morning, I want to talk about Soulmates. I get so many phone calls and texts and, you know, people come up to me. We have conversations all the time about wanting to find the one we're supposed to be with. Wanting to find that soulmate, that true love. You know, want to find that one person that is just simply made for us. One thing we have to understand and we have to realize is when it comes to a soulmate, your soulmate is someone that's going to naturally possess certain things within them that you see within yourself. Your soulmate is going to naturally be a reflection of who you are in a lot of different instances and They're going to naturally just show and bring out the best in you. Understand this. Okay. When I talk to some of my female listeners, this is what they tell me. Doug, I'm waiting on God to send me my man. I don't trust people. But I want God to send me my man. Now, I want to think about that statement I just made. I don't trust people, but I want God to send me my man. I'm going to wait on God to give me. You don't trust people, but you want God to give you somebody. That's like asking for a favor with a closed fist. The thing is, with a soulmate, this is what you have to understand. Not only. Your soul mate have to possess certain things within them that you see within yourself. That same rule applies to them. You see, we get so caught up in when we're in relationships and we're dealing with people. Well. That person has a lot of potential. So you want to be hands on and try to build somebody. You want to build a person. Be hands-on. Put everything, try to physically and emotionally and mentally put everything in that person. That you feel that that person needs so they can be who you want them to be. But I got news for you this morning. That's not how you create a soulmate. That's not how you receive your soulmate. Soulmates are not made by your hand. Now, you can connect with your soulmate and grow and build together through life. But you're not going to be able to step up and walk up to anyone. Get in a relationship and then be hands-on and place everything in them. Everything in them that you want them to have so they can be truly yours. It don't work like that. Because the thought process that you are obtaining in that sense, that's what God do. And I'm sorry to tell y'all that are listening. None of us can fulfill that role, but God, we ain't God. Because doing that, that has so many twists and turns. Imagine this, this is how I said we ain't God. And this is why you don't even want to try to play God in that sense. Imagine you placing everything in a person. You putting everything in them that they need to thrive and be better in life. And in your mind, you like I'm doing this and they go and we going to be great together. But what do you do? Once you placed everything in them and give them everything, they get up and walk away. They don't want to be connected to you no more. How would you feel? I'm going to be honest with you. If it was me, I would feel betrayed. I'd be like this ungrateful mother. You see what I'm saying? Everything that I put in you, all the energy that I spent, all the time that I spent, all the headaches I received trying to work with you, through your issues and everything else. And you choose to walk away. Why is that? That's what I'll be asking. Why? For anything, you owe me. That's the human element. But God don't operate like that. God placed so much in us. And he puts so much in us. And he gives us so much. But yet we still have the free will to decide whether or not we want to worship him. See, that's why we don't want to try to play that role in trying to make a soulmate or build a person or create a person. Got to get out of that because at the end of the day, regardless of what you do for that person, that person still has the free will to decide whether or not they want to deal with you even after everything you've done. But back to my point and the statement that I'm always receiving, especially from my female listeners, I'm just going to wait on God to give me my man. This is what you have to understand. Okay, if we go back into the beginning of time, and you look at the Bible days, and we talk about Adam and Eve, right? Think about this concept with Adam and Eve. You know, we we know the whole story, you know, she was pulled. Eve was created from Adam's rib. you know, and this is what you have to understand. In that whole concept. When Adam. Woke up. And saw Eve standing in front of him. The first thing he said. This is the first thing he said. She's flesh of my flesh. Bone of my bone. When he said that. He wasn't just looking at the actual physical attributes of, well, she got part of my body. So she, she, let's be together. No, it's deeper than that. First thing he said, she fleshed my flesh, bone to my bone. He did not focus in on how fine she was. He did not focus in on how her body was shaped. He didn't say, damn, look at her ass. Damn, look at her breast. He didn't say that. He said, she flesh in my flesh, bone in my bone, which means certain things deep within me and who I am, I see within this woman. And that's what you have to understand about a soulmate. We as men, men are going to be able, men, we are able to recognize what it is that we want and what we're looking for. And we see it. Once we're able to identify certain parts within ourselves and a woman, we zero in on that. And that woman will be able to get things out of us that other women can't. And vice versa. A woman, as a woman, you should be able to recognize certain things within yourself that you stand on for your relationship. For your dignity and for your respect. And you should be able to see certain things within yourself within the person you're dealing with. That is standing on that very thing that you want to build your relationship on. We got to get out of this mindset of want to step up and run to create everybody, create everybody as if it's a project. Everybody is not your project. I'm not saying that because you get with someone and you notice certain things within them that you're not going to have to grow and build together. You're not going to have challenges. I'm not saying that at all. Any relationship in any type of setting is going to have challenges along the way. That's life. That's the natural order of things. That's how it go. But what I'm saying is, if you see someone that you're just physically attracted to, and then get in a relationship. If that's your pattern of dating, then maybe you have to reevaluate how you're looking at people. I'm at this point in my life now where if I can't see some of the principles that I stand on within you, I'm not gonna deal with you on that level. There's no need to. Because then you get caught up in this, this game where it damn near feel like you raising somebody. And I understand that when two people come together, we have our own ideas. We have our own perspective on life. And we have different backgrounds, different life experiences. We have all of that. And I understand that greatly. But what I can do is... Try to be with someone that doesn't possess none of the qualities that I look for in a woman. That don't possess none of the qualities that are within myself that I stand on. And a lot of us have to be honest about what it is that we stand on. When it comes to relationships. Just be honest. Everybody is not going to have the same principles. Everybody is not going to have the same standard of living. Everybody is just not going to have the same ideas and perception of love because the way we love is different. Everybody has their own way of showing love and receiving love. And that's the part we got to figure out. And accepting it, being... Re- but first, before you can recognize it in somebody else, you have to be honest about it within yourself. So now, moving forward, if I'm dealing with someone, if that woman is not flesh of my flesh, bone of my bone, like Adam said, I'm not dealing with it. That person has to be flesh of your flesh, bone of your bone. And what I mean is... She or he has to possess certain things that you have within you down to your core, down to your being. You cannot be hands-on to just create a soulmate. That is why. Because if the beginning of time, if Adam had to first acknowledge certain things within Eve that he had them within himself first before he even took her hand and went on that life journey. What make us example? How we skip all of that and go straight to, well, this person's nice. I'm attracted to him. Physically, we have great sex. And a lot of people get caught up in that. Great sex. They're good looking. Y'all have great sex. Oh, this is a relationship. That ain't a relationship. That's lust. Just being honest. And I'm not saying that there's something wrong with being physically attracted to the person that you're supposed to be with. You, You should want to be physically attracted to the person that you're in love with. But what I'm saying, don't let the physical attraction be the foundation of your relationship. Don't let the sex be the foundation of your relationship. Don't let the money be the foundation of your relationship. We have to understand. That in soulmates. People naturally possess the things that we stand on. But in order to identify those things in someone else, we must first be able to identify and be honest with ourselves about the things within us that we truly want. We have to be honest with ourselves first, people. I'm going to tell you something about me. You know, that was the biggest, one of the biggest lessons I had to learn in my life. All the years I've been dating, all the years I've been dealing with women, is the biggest lesson I had to learn in life. And that is being honest with myself about what it is that I truly want from a woman and what I want out of a relationship. I settled for so many different situations that I should have stayed in that I shouldn't have never stayed in simply because I was physically attracted to this woman and we was having amazing sex. And we went out to eat a few times. See, when I break it down like that, don't sound too great, do it. Don't sound too great to think about it. Two good looking people having fun, having sex, going out to eat, doing stuff, taking pictures. How far you think that's really going to go? What is it that you can really build from that? Everything that I just named, that I try to build a foundation on is simply a byproduct. And a lot of us, that's what we're messing up in. We're putting, we're making byproducts the basins of our relationships. Byproduct. What you mean by byproduct, Doug? I'm going to tell you. Listen, byproduct. When you're in a relationship with someone that you're supposed to be with, You're going to have situations. You're going to have dynamics that come along where you can learn and grow with each other. Communication and everything else. But how you add on to building with that? Going on dates. Dates is a byproduct. Having sex. Sex is a byproduct of being with someone that you're truly in love with. Taking trips. That's a byproduct. It adds to your dynamic. It's not supposed to be your dynamic. Think about it like this. Let's let's think about a dinner plate. And when I say byproduct, byproduct is the size on your dinner plate. But the main dish on your dinner plate, the meat, that's your relationship. You have to decide what it is that you want. What is it that you want your meat to be? I don't know about y'all, but like I, I like macaroni and cheese. I like mashed potatoes. I like English peas, all of that. But I don't want that to be my main meal every day. It's just something about when you put a steak right down that plate in between all of that. It's just something about when you put nice big piece of chicken in between all of that. And that's how you have to look at your relationships moving forward. Are you really thriving in a relationship? Or are you trying to survive off the byproduct? Because one thing about just eating the byproduct and trying to survive off the byproduct is only going to nourish you for so long. It's only going to fulfill you for so long. You could deal with the byproduct for so long, that after a while, you wonder why you still hungry for love, you still hungry for affection, you still hungry for an emotional connection. Why? Because you try to build a relationship with someone based off the byproduct, not based off of who they are and who you are. Who they are and who you are is going to be the main course. It's going to be the meat of your relationship. Understand this, flesh of my flesh, bone of my bone. Think about that when you start entertaining and dating people. Is this person flesh of my flesh, bone of my bone? Yeah, I'm attracted to you. Yeah, you look nice. I like the way you dress. I like the way you smell. You got a pretty smile. I like the way you keep your hair done. I like your nails. I like the fact that you have a job, like the fact that you have somewhere to live. I like the fact that you have a car to drive. I like the fact that you take care of your children. I like the fact that you're hardworking. I like the fact that you're caring. I like the fact that you're honest. I like the fact that you believe in the same things that I do spiritually. I like all of that. I like the fact that you're supportive. I like the fact that you like to laugh and have fun. See, what I just did, I went from the byproduct to the meat. I'm giving you the entire course. And that's what we have to start doing. We have to start being honest about what it is that we want to eat. Your relationship is supposed to feed you right so let's so you have to, you need to start being honest about what it is that you want to eat you want you have to start being honest about what it is that you want to take in every day from your relationship what is it that you're digesting in your relationship is it nourishing you start approaching relationships the way we do our diets Because we all understand if you get up and eat junk food all day, all day, every day, what's going to happen? It's going to have bad effects on your body. Bad effects. But what happens when you start taking care of your body with the food you eat? You feel rejuvenated. You're not so tired. And you are adding more time on your life. You're looking younger. Looking healthier. You're not overweight. You go play with the kids a little longer. You're not easily tired. All of those things. So think about it in a relationship. What is it that the relationship is doing to you? Too many of y'all looking too stressed out out here. Explain this to me. How is it that you're in a relationship? The relationship you want to be in. But yet the effects that it's having on you is damn near detrimental to your health. It shouldn't be like that. A relationship, the right relationship is not going to kill you. I was about to say a relationship shouldn't, keep, no, the right relationship. Because the wrong relationship can put you in the ground. We see it on the news all the time. People break up, crazy ex-boyfriend might get mad, blow the girl brains out. Crazy ex-girlfriend get mad, show up shooting folks. Tearing up the cars, tearing up the house, harassing you on your job, getting you fired. That ain't what a real relationship is, people. We get so caught up dealing with toxic people and situations. We think that's the norm. No. The devil is a liar. I refuse to accept anything that's toxic. What do you look like saying that you believe in God, but you love a toxic situation? God don't want that for you. Why do you want that for yourself? I don't know who created this narrative that love is supposed to just hurt and you're supposed to just suffer. That ain't love. That ain't love. You know, Jesus died on the cross and he suffered for us. He paid that price. So why is it that we feel like we have to just suffer for love? That ain't how it works. Love is supposed to help us grow. Love is supposed to nurture. Love is understanding. Love help brings peace. Love help brings a quality of life that you just not going to get everywhere. That's what real love does. Unconditional love. Love is when someone does things for you. Out of the goodness of their heart. And not out of what they hope to get back from you. Love has a mutual respect. Real love between two people. There's mutual respect. And when I say this, I'm not saying nobody's going to make mistakes along the way because we're human. This is the aspect we have to understand. We are human. Nobody gets it 100 percent of the time. Right. But your soulmate is somebody is going to naturally understand where you fall short and that by you falling short in certain areas is not personal in a sense. And there's somebody that balances you to the point where they can help offset certain things and help you grow and be better than that area and vice versa. That's real love. Soulmates, two people come together. They both have specific roles in the dynamics of their relationship in order for the relationship to function. Soulmates is the perfect team, the perfect pairing, because they offset each other in areas in certain things that they can't do. You might have a soulmate where that person might not be the best communicator. But even though you are a good communicator, you understand and you can pinpoint moments where they might not be able to communicate certain things the way that you do. But you can help them through that process and also be able to understand what it is that they're trying to say or what they're not able to say. And because of that, and it takes practice, people, repetition. What you cannot do is just grab a person because you like them and they have potential and just grab them and try to place everything in them that you want them to be. That's God's job, not yours. Prime example for those of you that got children and for those of you that got kids. That are grown or teenagers, from the day that child was born up until where they at now, you instill so you try to instill so many things in them. You try to put everything in right from wrong. Everything. You try to put everything in them. But guess what? They're gonna be who they are. They still have their own personalities. How many of you have siblings where y'all grew up in the same house, but all of y'all think differently? All of y'all do different stuff. You have one sibling that's great in school, but you got one that's always slacking off, doing whatever, getting in trouble. You got one that's naturally loving, but you got one that's selfish. Same house? Raised by the same parents. We got different ideas and want to be who they are. If history of time since human since, since mankind been walking this earth if being a parent nobody has figured out how to make your child make their child be perfect. No matter how hard you try to discipline them no matter how much resources you put at them no matter how much money you spend they still grow up and do whatever the hell they want to do what make you think that you can walk up to a man or a woman and just basically place everything in them so y'all could be together and they could be perfect for you and just do no wrong how does that work how They don't. So when it comes to dating and love, understand that the person you're supposed to be with is going to naturally possess certain things that you stand on in a relationship. They're going to be naturally be and and just add to what it is that you're about. And they're going to be able to just naturally bring the right stuff out of you. Another tail sign that you might be dealing with the wrong person is when they are always bringing the worst out of you. Because you because you go mentally crazy and do some outlandish stuff for somebody, Oh, that don't mean you're supposed to be with them. Real love brings a sense of peace, brings a sense of understanding. Real love does not thrive in confusion. Love could never thrive in confusion. Because love is simple, pure, and direct. Again, love is simple, pure, and direct. When you're dealing with true love, you'll be able to see certain things that have an understanding about a lot of things. And that understanding will come When the other person is also able to bring clarity to what it is that you're feeling and what you're seeing. We got to get out of this mindset that love is supposed to hurt. We got to get out of that mindset that love is a job. Because I know a lot of people right now that hate their job. But they're only there for the benefits. And that's how you treat love. A lot of us treat love the same way. We don't even really like the person, but we're there for the benefits. Yeah, you know, they nice. I like what they do for me. But do they speak? Do they represent what it is that you are to your core? Do they speak to that? Do they represent that? So moving forward, you say you want a soulmate. You say you want God to bring you a man. That's what the women say. I want God to bring me a man. God going to have to just come down and show me that he's the one. That ain't how it works. Because God can put the perfect man in front of you. But if internally you all messed up, you'll never see that man for who he is. Adam, when he saw Eve, he was speaking from a clear conscience and a clear mind and a clear heart because he that's how he was able to see who, who Eve really was. You have to have a clear mind, a clear heart, and a conscience to really see the right person. If not, your, if your judgment is clouded by being superficial, if it's clouded by sex, if it's clouded by just what you see on the physical, how can you honestly think, how can you openly just see the right one for you? If your mind is clouded by so much stuff, if your mind is clouded about everything that you've been through in your past, if your mind is clouded by what your ex did to you, if your mind is clouded by what happened in your childhood, how can you honestly see who it is that you're supposed to be with? Think about it. So understand this. For those of you that are single. And for those of you that are in the wrong relationships. Now I'm not sitting up here telling y'all. Go break up with your boyfriends and girlfriends. Not telling nobody to leave their significant other. Not saying none of that. This is all I'm saying right here. When you're dating. And you're with someone or you meet someone. Is that person really flesh of your flesh, bone of your bone? Understand what I mean. Flesh of your flesh, bone of your bone. Does that person really possess what it is that's deep inside you? And that's what a soulmate is. And that's what they bring. They naturally possess it. You cannot put it in them. The reason why I say you can't put it in them, because Adam didn't put all that stuff in Eve. Adam was asleep and he woke up to Eve. God did that work. God made Eve from him. And that's what you have to understand. Your soulmate is going to be somebody that God made for you, not what you made for yourself. Before we go. Before I end this segment. I just want to say. A quick prayer right quick. For those. That are listening. For those. That are in these bad relationships. For those. That are just trying to figure out how to pick the right person, for those that just don't know what to do, for the ones that are just tired of being single, tired of being heartbroken. I wanna say a quick prayer for those right now. Let us bow. Father God, right now, we come. We come just seeking guidance and understanding. We come with heavy hearts. Because we don't understand what it is in this world today. It is so hard for us to find true love. Father God, you see that the dating game right now is so messed up. People are driven off sex and money and materialistic things but I'm a person of pure heart that wants true love. God, I just ask that you continue to help guide me. Father God, we are just asking for guidance because we're tired of getting our hearts broken. And God, we don't understand. But through this, I hope we start understanding, Father, that changing a perspective It's going to help save us from a lot of heartache. Some of us are connected to the wrong people and we don't know how to get out. Some of us are just still stuck in our same patterns of approach to dating and love and we keep losing every time. But understanding that you have set the standard for us about what love is. And we have to lean on that and not what we selfishly want for ourselves. And Father God, just pray that moving forward, we understand what it means to see someone that is flesh of our flesh and bone of our bone. And we, I just pray, Father, that the ones that are just trying to thrive in toxic situations, understand that that ain't love. That ain't what you have destined for us. Understand that you want all of us to be happy. That's what you want for us. But we have to gain a better perspective about what it is that we want from love and what love truly is in the precious name we pray. Amen. I want to thank you all for tuning in. I want to thank you all for taking the time out to listen to Doug Shaw's motivation. And again, moving out here in the dating world, understand that you must see if that person is flesh of your flesh, bone of your bone. Do they possess The very things deep within you. I pray you guys have a great day. And again, thank you for listening to Doug Showers Motivation.